Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. In today's episode, the 13th Amendment, Deceit and Greed Exposed. We're supposed to be land of the free. Do you still feel we are? Do you feel we ever were? What I find so disheartening is we're supposed to be one nation under God, yet we're the most divided nation. We only want to come together when we're in crisis mode or something catastrophic happens. With all the controversy in regard to the contraceptives, the Roe versus Wade, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a highly respected, honored, and powerful woman. She was all about constitutional rights and not all this political mess that's going on. She stated any decision to use contraceptives made by a woman covered under Hobby Lobby's and Conestega's plan will, will not be propelled by the government. It will be the woman's autonomous choice informed by that physician she consults. And yet now that she has passed on, they discredit everything she fought for. All those years, all that hard work just done. Like it means it like it meant absolutely nothing. Then I saw another article in regard to the Supreme Courts, and it stated the Supreme Court guts the lifeline for prisoners who claim wrongful convictions. Supreme Court bars federal court from hearing new evidence not presented in a state court as a result of ineffective legal uh, counsel. So if you're wrongfully convicted, so what if you're serving a life sentence? They don't care. They're not trying to hear it anymore. They don't care if you are wrongfully uh, convicted at all. They rather you just go ahead and stay right in there. And when you search the country that has the most wrongful convictions, it's the U.S. And who is this going to affect more? It's going to affect the black race more. Because the black race also represents more than half of the exonerations as well. And as I was reading and listening to all this nonsense, that's what made me think of the documentary on Netflix. It's called The 13th. If you haven't watched it, it's definitely a must watch. It's very informative and it's a huge eye opener. The 13th Amendment, it makes it unconstitutional for someone to be held as a slave. Yet we're living in organized slavery every day, especially when we speak about imprisonment. The documentary explains how how the states were allocated millions and were required to keep prisons filled even if no one was committing any crimes. And now we hear now that jails and prisons are overcrowded. That's why a lot of things, when they go to court and stuff, a lot of it just, it becomes more of a burden to do the paperwork than to actually deal with it. Not to mention the private companies making money off of the GPS ankle monitor. There are more African-Americans being supervised, monitored, however you want to put it, than there were, um, than there, than there was slavery in the 1850s. One gentleman in the documentary stated, yes, it's an enormous burden on the black community, but it violated the court's sense of fairness. So they look for reasons to justify their wrongdoings. So what that it's a burden, it's an enormous burden on the black community. 
it makes us look like that there's no fairness. And that's all that this gentleman really cared about. He literally said it. And when we look on the outside of imprisonment, you have probation and parole, which there, there can be advantages and disadvantages, right? A disadvantages um, to both of those will have an increased risk to the community. You know, especially if they're not afraid of reoffending, the social cost, and then lack of punishment, because there can be a lot of room for debate there where some people may feel that if someone is put on parole, that they shouldn't be on parole yet. They feel that they maybe should have received a life sentence or whatever the case may be. But social costs, in my op opinion, it plays a major role because the amount of times they will have to attend court and pay lawyer fees. Some will say, well, that's an advantage because of restitution. However, not if you're being wrongfully convicted and not even just being wrongfully convicted. What about if you just, hey, you did, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. You did something wrong. You did learn your lesson. You're actually a great person, but you don't have the funds. You don't have the means. A lot of people may have family and friends to lean on, but some people, they just don't have that. And you have to think about how, how long it's going to take. Like trying to pay off lawyer, lawyer, lawyer fees and court fees is almost equivalent to paying off student loans. You're going to be paying it forever. Especially not, not to mention bail. Bail alone is absolutely significant. And it can be any amount that the court or the judge decides on. And once you have a conviction on your record, nine times out of 10, you're not going to be able to get a position and receive a wage that's going to be paying that off. Say, for instance, if you're paying off lawyer and court, court fees and you're the only position that you were able to main or to obtain is an eight dollar an hour paying job. What are you going to how are you going to pay all that off? How? It almost seems close to impossible. And then that's what people uh, puts people in the mindset of I'm going to go out here and sell drugs. I'm going to go out here and strip. I'm going to go rob a bank. I'm going to steal. And I'm not speaking about the people who who commit these things with with no remorse. I'm not speaking about them. I'm speaking about the people who are forced to live in survival mode due to these conditions. And yet some people want to point fingers and say, well, everyone can be held accountable. Everyone can do better for themselves. Very true. However, not where we're headed. Look at what we're already in. In certain situations like this, it's literally the system that makes it impossible for you to move ahead. And as far as lack of punishment, in some cases, there may be several cases where some offenders definitely deserve more than what they were given, but that's because most people are moving instead of actually going over what is the law, going off of what is the law, they're going by emotion and biases, if they like you or not, if depending on what race you are, depending on what color your hair is, depending on if you walked in the courtroom chewing gum and made a mess, so now you're gonna get more. Like it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And when people say, I don't see color, it absolutely drives me insane because yes, you do. If the Lord blessed you with the ability to see 
then you can definitely see what race the person standing in front of you is. It's the same with racism. You can't deny noticing it because it's still out here 100%. However, don't fall into the distractions. If you stay there, that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to stay distracted by what it is that we're seeing with, with actually everyone being more and more racist or biased. And in my opinion, it's actually more about deceit and greed. The politicians that we have now, it's like they're, they're out here more for popularity instead of the politicians who actually had character. It's all they care about now is just money. Malcolm X once said, when you have poor schools, you have poor teachers. When you have poor teachers, you get a poor education. When you get a poor education, you are destined to be a poor man or poor woman for the rest of your life because you can only afford to live in a poor neighborhood or a low income neighborhood. And he stated the absentee of landlords, it's the rich, they live downtown and in these nice neighborhoods while others are living in poor conditions. And he stated it's literally a form of 20th century slavery. And he's right, because back then they had segregated schools, segregated water fountains, segregated restrooms. And at that point in time, the black people's restroom was the outhouse. They didn't even have plumbing back then. And with Roe Ro versus Wade again, taking away women's rights, when you look back in history, the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, you know, she was racist. I know there's a lot more abortion clinics than Planned Parenthood, but Planned Parenthood is a major one. And she didn't want black people being fruitful and multiplying, which is why a lot of Planned Parenthood locations are mainly located in urban or low income areas. But then if you take away those rights, it's more actually it's actually leaning more towards just the money. That's all they want is the money. Well, actually money and control mainly. And just like Malcolm X, when he stated it was a, a form of 20th century slavery, we we're trying to move towards a form of 21st century slavery. But it's not just about black people anymore. It's a lot of races that are involved. Look at how big Asian hate became. It's ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense. But then you look at who's thriving. NBA, predominantly black, highest paid, thriving, as well as NFL, predominantly black, thriving, African-American women and women, period, in powerful uh, positions and women in business, thriving. Look at Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Obama, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Tarana Burke, the founder of the Me Too movement, and the Me Too movement is thriving and definitely what we stand for. If a woman is sexually um, violated, abused, raped, anything, that's where the Me Too movement comes into play. That's where it's, it's a great thing to have that Me Too movement. So if a woman chooses and says, hey, I don't, I don't want to have a baby from my rapist, that should definitely be her choice. And they want to take that choice away. And it doesn't just stop here in America. There are powerful women all over the world. Carmen Yao, the sexual rights campaigner for disabled women. 
Gwen Thai Hong, she's the State Bank of Vietnam's first female governor. Wei Wei New, she's the former political prisoner and founder of Women Peace Network. Hell, even the Statue of Liberty, it's literally called Lady Liberty. Liberty itself is the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Yet again, we're supposed to be land of the free. Where? These women, women in power, women, CEO of companies, women in general, I don't know, mothers, all women, all races have had to work much harder to get where they are simply because we're women. We exude confidence, empowerment, intelligence, hard work, elegance, and the list goes on. These politicians see that as a threat. They want to take us back 400 years to be what? Barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen with no choice but to raise kids? Absolutely not. You got us all messed up. No, we're not doing that. And you can never underestimate women because there's a good reason that God created us with the ability to bear a child. We are the ones who can actually endure the pressure, endure the pain, endure the hard labor. So keep on because we're not going to stop. You cannot stop women from thriving. You cannot erase history, period. Although racism is out here running rampant, absolutely. But when we look at the amount, the amount of interracial couples, the biracial race or the multiracial race, Asian hatred, history has changed too much. All men and women who are part of these communities and these races, these nationalities, they're becoming more and more powerful. And the enemy is outnumbered at this point. We are all still thriving and we will always continue to thrive. And the enemy loses control and that's what they hate. So they choose to abuse their power instead. Anyone, anything that's doing well for themselves, your business is doing well for, your, for, them, uh, for yourself, you're doing well for yourself and it keeps increasing. It becomes that threat and they become intimidated by what it is that you stand for. Therefore, they counteract it with that hatred, with that control. And they use it as the distraction to keep you there because they want to inflict fear to keep you away, to keep you distracted, basically, away from progressing, away from moving forward. And I know one of the men in the 13th Amendment documentary, he stated, you have to you have to understand it in order to escape it. And I absolutely agree with him, because if we focus on those distractions we give them exactly what they want. Like I've stated before, it's like it's a game of Jumanji to them. It's just the roll of the dice to see what's going to roll out next. The devil is out here playing with our livelihoods. It's just a game to these demonic narcissists. What's next? Martial law? That may be the only thing left to do in order to restore order if all of these new laws continue to pass, how much further um, are they going to go before they declare martial law? Will they even declare it? It's as if 
they want what happened at the Capitol building to happen again. It's like they love chaos and turmoil and it's just feeding their demons. So it's time to stop focusing on the enemy's tactics to control humanity because by them inflicting fear, that's where the fear grows. And where fear grows, that's where negativity manifests. It's time to start praying. God allows the enemy to do these things. The enemy cannot do these things without his permission. He's allowing all of this because no one is looking to him anymore. They are only focused on what the enemy is doing. And everyone is standing alone, magnifying the devil instead of magnifying the Lord. He already has the victory. That's why it's his victory that we gain. But many of us are forgetting that. And just as God looks beyond our faults, we have to look beyond the stupidity, the division, the distractions. When politicians are threatening to take away our rights, you are left with nothing but to lean on God. He's literally all we have. So you have to start now. Fear leaves no room for justice to prevail. Logic can't prevail over emotion. Society as a whole acts on emotion more than logic. We see the racism. Yes, of course, we're going to acknowledge it. But we can't sit and think about it constantly because then that's all we are only going to see. We will never be able to see past it. And that's what they want. So we have to stop manifesting what it is that they want. We have to be able to look beyond it. Yes, acknowledge it, but just do not stay there. Don't stay on it. Life is literally a game of chess. You must become more strategic than your opponent and stay nine steps ahead of them. Another famous quote by Ruth Bader Ginsburg stated, if you want to be a true professional, you will do something outside yourself. Do just that. Stop following these distractions and do something outside yourself that will launch you forward. Let your voices be heard. Focus on what more you can do for yourself and others. You never know who you may become a blessing to. So stand up against idiocy. That's all these new laws that are trying to be passed. Like it literally doesn't make sense. It is just pure idiocy. There's literally no other answer. There's nothing else to call it by trying to take people's rights away after it's been their rights for how many years now? Don't continue to stand there and focus on this stupidity. We have to keep moving forward. We have to, we already know that it's a threat to them the more that we continue to thrive. So we have to continue to keep thriving. Everything's going to be fine, but you have to start praying more. God has to start becoming a part of your daily routine in order for all of this nonsense to stop. And again, thank you for all the support I have been getting. I have a few interviews lined up and I'm very thankful for that. And I am excited. So definitely stay tuned to those within the following week. I also want to hear more from more of you. 
and anything, if any of you have been wrongfully accused, you're facing fears, adversities, most definitely would love to hear about some of your testimonies. So call in, text me, email me, go to my website. And I'll definitely give you more information and insight about my podcast, um, booking interviews and also booking one-on-one -on -one sessions. So go to www.soulhealer1777.net or feel free to call me or check, text me 463-269-5142. Stay blessed.